and welcome to this episode of Sea Blue Smarts. Today I'm joined by Fiona Hopkinson, who is our Head of Strategic Communications at Sea Blue Marketing. Now, a little known fact about Fiona is that she did an MSc in organisational psychology. So we got chatting and um, a term came up which I had never heard of before called psychological capital. Now, this podcast is all about B2B marketing, so I thought I would invite Fiona to join me for a chat about how psychological capital can possibly relate to B2B marketing and how we talk to our customers. So, Fiona, let's start by just throwing it out there. What on earth is psychological capital? That's a reasonable question. Um, thanks, Helen. It falls under the umbrella of positive psychology. And if you think about humans, we have traits which are well established and hard to change. You have emotions at the other end of the spectrum, which can come and go very quickly. And then you also have states which are much more stable, but they're also malleable to change. That's where psychological capital comes in. And it's all about supporting human flourishing. It's called um, identifying the hero within you because it's an acronym for each of the components of psychological capital. So H is for hope, E is for efficacy, self-efficacy, R is for resilience and O is for optimism. So in terms of hope, it means um, the willpower and the way power to find alternative routes to success. In terms of efficacy, having the belief and the ability to achieve demanding goals. Resilience is about bouncing back from adversity. And optimism is taking a balanced approach to the positive outcomes of a given challenge. Mm -hmm. rather than so ungrounded optimism you know it's balance in context yeah. okay it kind of sounds similar to growth mindset but with more perhaps more of a structure behind it is that a fair representation yeah spot on yes they're very um closely interlinked because growth mindset is about how you frame the challenges that you experience and how you grow and learn from them and if you think about the different elements that I've mentioned of psychological capital, hope, finding alternative routes to success, um, resilience, bouncing back from challenge, optimism, having a, a, a positive perception on the future outcomes of um, a given challenge also, then yeah, they're very closely interlinked. They're also very closely uh, related to a concept called psychological safety, which there was a major piece of Google research some time ago um, that identified a common element in high pe uh, performing teams was an environment of psychological safety where individuals feel confident and comfortable to take risks. And that's how things move forward, avoiding the whole groupthink um, approach where things can become somewhat uh, static. Oh, OK, so some different terminology coming in there, but what I know we talked about discussing today is how this relates to an individual. So every person, you know, going through their life, how it relates to people coming together as a team. So within your sales and marketing teams. And then lastly, how potentially you can change the way you think or communicate with your customers to in influence the success of your business related activities. So in thinking about the kind of what does it mean as an individual and what about when you come together as a team? That's what really draw me, drew me to uh, the topic because it feels so empowering that you have the possibility 
to make a positive difference to your own well-being and that of others to support each other to collectively achieve a common goal whilst feeling great about yourself. It's, it has been you know, widely evidence to support physiological mental health, uh, to build up almost a reserve of resilience for times of challenge, which is really positive. And there are simple steps that an individual can take, either as a, a leader or a member of a team to build that psychological capital within themselves and others. So, for example, if you're looking at hope, um, it's closely linked with goal setting. So if you're the leader, um, empowering your team to set their goals, you know, within a within a frameworks and the pathways to achieve those goals, people may take different routes and to success. As an individual um, facing a significant challenge, that can also be about breaking down those goals into um, manageable chunks in order to achieve them and potentially brainstorming with others uh, to develop alternative routes to success. So that's that's how I um, the research suggests dealing um, in terms of building an individual's resources of hope. Um, mm -hmm. In terms of the other elements, um, efficacy, um, that's um, linked to mastery and also vicarious learning, positive affirmation, as well as physiological triggers. So um, just mastery, if you think about where you've faced a challenge in the, the past and have been successful in it, you've still got those skills and attributes and you can do it again. So it's refreshing yourself on what you're capable of or doing that for others. Um, vicarious learning, that's where the power of role models come in and um, seeing others like yourself achieve things in similar um, situations of challenge and joining networks such as the one that we have at Sea Blue uh, can be a really powerful way to build um, efficacy and positive affirmation that links into wider research about gra gratitude and showing recognition to others can be really, really powerful in building efficacy. And the last element, which was the physiological triggers, it's about reframing what they mean for you. If you're about to do a presenta presentation and you have a, a big adrenaline rush, thinking about the positives of that, it's energising mm -hmm. you for that opportunity. Um, mm -hmm rather than thinking about any challenges that may pose. And that can also be linked into something in psychology called the illusion of transparency, where the individual can feel that everyone can see through them and understand every emotion that they're feeling, which is not typically the case. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of resilience, um, two aspects, there's the asset approach and also the risk. So in terms of assets as an individual, think about again those uh, resources and skills that you have as a person to deliver on a challenge as well as the human resources and tools and technology around you to support you to achieve that. And for the risk element, thinking about contextualising, it links also into the hope where you break it down into the challenge and also what can you do? What can you control? What can't you control? And what meaningful steps mm -hmm. can you take? And in terms of optimism, it's about um, uh, one one common approach can be to be visualising what success looks like and taking a balanced approach. And this links into your question before about growth mindset as well. Looking at 
um, failures or where goals haven't been achieved and how can you learn from that and move mm -hmm. forward? A big wow, thing so about, yeah, go on, sorry. <laughs> that's a lot of detail in there, isn't there? Loads and loads of different things to think about. So if anyone watching or listening and their mind is just going, okay, I've just <laughs> forgotten sorry. everything you've just said, but it sounds great. Um, maybe give us one, two or three kind of key things that people might be able to do either together as a team, as a marketing team or perhaps individually, just top things to, to think of. Well, I think it's really important uh, to lead by example. The research um, evidences that psychological capital flows from leader to follower and follower to leader as well. Um, and a, a critical element is also taking a holistic approach and not going into panic mode where you're then succumb to bi biases and it reduces uh, performance and increases stress. So, for example, if faced with a significant challenge, have a culture where individuals are encouraged to go out on a walk, take a breath of fresh air, not feeling that you have to be stuck to your laptop until a particular challenge is resolved. That can increase uh, well-being and productivity. Another uh, quick win literally is sharing successes. So, um, for example, that can be if you have a daily meeting or scrum, ensuring that as an individual you share the successes that you've experienced through your peers and ensure that more senior management are aware of those. And if you are a member of the senior management team, perhaps having a simple process in place where you can share successes. For In one company, we had a wow email whenever someone did something great and it didn't have to be you know, world changing. It's just it creates a real environment of positivity um, mm -hmm. by doing that. I love that. That sounds great. OK, so a myriad of things actually that people can do individually and as a team. I'm wondering then how how and can we think about um, this term and positive psychology in the way we operate as B2B marketers? So when we think about creating you know, our marketing strategy, our campaigns, content, materials, all the really practical things that marketers do, does this impact? Does it give us some guidance that we can take away and, and go and think about things differently to help improve the output? Yeah, that's a really good question, because if you think about all the research on behaviour change and influencing, there's a well-established model which actually maps out to the marketing approach. So for significant behaviour change, such as in a public health crisis, the model is fear, self-efficacy or response efficacy, followed by hope. And if you look at that in the marketing uh, context, it's about what is the business challenge that has been faced? Um, how can our solution support you to deliver on this? And the hope, what will the outcome be for you? So framing it on that and then building that efficacy through who else has done this with you? What is your third party affirmation? What What is your kudos within the market space? How And for our customers, um, a common challenge that's being solved is, you know, driving forward digital transformation. And there's a wide body of research and just speaking, you know, and understanding the market that the human factor can be the biggest challenge within that. So it's really important to dispel anxiety and reduce the risk of that purchase decision by you know creating those proof points and that uh, structured approach to messaging 
And so when it comes to the actual kind of nuts and bolts of creating messaging for a business or a value proposition or a campaign, does the language that we use, I mean, we all know language influences how you feel, should we be using a different kind of language or to what level of depth can we take this as a principle? Is there more information out there for us to go and look up? Absolutely, the language that is used is really important. Um, and I know with some B2B marketing, there can be a tendency to forget that we're talking to humans and that we're not talking to bricks and mortar themselves or um, a piece of tech. So the language is really important. And there are um, the, the research is in its infancy on the qualitative side of things, but um, there is um, a pool of language that does associate itself with building efficacy and you know the different dimensions of psychological capital. Um, but if you think more broadly in terms of the principles of how it is built in terms of the process and have that framework underpinning the, the language that is crafted, then that's a, a powerful way to achieve that objective. So actually, this term, which I'm completely new to, and has the ability to, or the thought and the logic behind it, the ability to influence how we, are, how we operate as individuals, how we come together as a team, but also even more strongly, how we communicate directly with our customers to help them really understand the value that we're delivering to them. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so um, thank you, Fiona. You have brought the term really to life for me today. Um, is there a link that we can share with everybody afterwards regarding some reading around this, some further information? Yes, I'll ensure that there's a link in uh, the comments box to enable Lovely. people. Thank you so much, Fiona. Thanks, Helen. Thank you. Thank you.